Well, good morning and welcome to the Between the Sundays podcast. I'm here today joined with Garrett Snyder, who is our communications director, also over local and global missions, uh, a lot of different other areas in our church. And then also Pastor Connor, who is our worship and production pastor and does a, also does a lot of other duties around uh, Generations Church. But thank you guys for hopping on with me. Yeah. I'm super excited. Uh one for what God is doing here at Generous Church, but then also for for your part here at Generous Church, what you guys do, what you bring to the table, but then your heart for God. So thank you for getting on with us today yeah. Yeah. and joining me. Uh, well, today we're going to recap this past Sunday, which we kicked off a new series, yeah, a summer series, series yeah, which, I mean, I'm very excited about it. We talked about it uh, a couple of times. We've been brought up last week on the podcast and then in my message <laughs> on Sunday where we're, when we presented the series to the congregation there was just like huge gasp and i was like i don't know if it was out of excitement or out of like nervousness <laughs> yeah i think a little bit of both yeah i think a little bit of both too um but it's called summer seven and we're looking at the seven churches in the book of revelation uh the seven letters to those uh seven churches uh that jesus uh, appears to the apostle john in revelation one in and you know inspires him to write these words to these seven churches yeah um and basically over this series we're gonna look at uh what jesus was saying to these seven churches like what did he want them you know uh to learn from him uh he talks about some some things that they do good some positives uh but then he talks about things that you know that they need to fix that they need to kind of like look at themselves and like hey fix these things you're doing these things great but but fix these things. So what is Jesus saying to those churches? But then we're going to ask the question, what is Jesus saying to Generations Church? Yeah. Uh, but then also go even further in saying, what is Jesus saying through these words to these churches to us personally? Yeah. And that could be a little scary. Yeah, I think there's some more response in that moment because there's kind of, it kind of felt like being in school and being like, pop quiz at the end of this, baby. Like, <laughs> we're going to take a look at kind of what we're doing here. And like, if we feel like, you know, obviously we feel like we're doing a good job, like representing like what God's trying to do yeah. through this church. But um, I think it's going to be exciting to kind of get through these letters. And then, like you said, just kind of self, self-evaluate yeah. and, uh, and see uh, how we feel like uh god is is moving effectively in this church and then ways that we can even improve on what we're doing so yeah yeah so this past sunday was was week one uh so i kicked it off week one with the church um out of ephesus um and we looked at the church of ephesus um and in revelations 2 1 through 7 and basically to summarize it jesus was saying hey you are doing some positive things like Mm -hmm. he talked about like how you're working hard you're persevering you're enduring under under trial, like you're not growing weary, like you hate wickedness, and like you call it out, and so like they're they're sticking to the truth of the word of God, like they're doing some great things. I think that's a great job performance. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. to start off with, but he says this that really is challenging, and we kind of like looked at ourselves, like is he? How can we get better, and how can we learn from this? He's saying, but you're lacking in this one area. And you've lost sight of your first love. Like you've you've lost your first love and, and the passion that you had for Jesus, you've lost sight of that and you've lost it. And so it's kind of like you've you're missing the main point. Like you're doing a lot of great things, but you're missing 
the main point. And so yeah. we talked about our lives. Are we missing the main point? We can do some great things, but if we lose sight of our love for Jesus and our passion for Jesus, like we're missing it. We're oh, missing yeah. it as a church, but then we're also missing it as as just people if we if we lose sight of our first love. So Garrett, you know, what was your, you know, kind of biggest takeaway from this past Sunday's message and how did it challenge you? And, you know, what was just your takeaway from it? Yeah, I think just to start, like, it, I was excited kind of just talking to you through this week and knowing that you're preparing to, like, this is, a, you know, week one of this this series, this kind of uh, content, mm-hmm. seven weeks, you know, yeah. it's uh, <laughs> it's it's a big week to kick off. And uh, I thought you did it super, I thought you set it up super well. We took some time at the beginning of the sermon just to kind of, uh, like, you kind of just explain uh, to everybody listening, but... Yeah. Uh, just explain to the, to the church kind of what this is going to look like, and um, and then the illustration with the mailbox and, and the letters that we're going to pull out of there each week. And yeah. I just feel like you did a really good job, kind of setting it up, and then and then kind of flowing into your message. But yeah, just I mean to piggyback on what you said, you know, we it, it's easy sometimes, you know, to live. You know, you feel like you're living like a good Christian life. You're a good mm-hmm. person. You have a good heart. You feel like you treat people well. Yeah. But if you don't prioritize worship and prayer and making alone time. Uh, to to you know read the word and, and to spend time kind of like talking to God, prioritizing that relationship with Him. Then what you know what's it all worth really? Mm-hmm. Um, so just making sure that that you prioritize that uh, and make it a point uh, to not only kind of uh, live your life like in a character of a way that you feel like you need to like as a Christian, but mm-hmm. uh, just making sure that you continue just to feed into that relationship that you have with God. So. Yeah, yeah, it's so important that you know we can do a lot of great things and we can we can you know, we can live righteously and we can, you know, not, not sin, yeah. but if we're not pursuing after God, like yeah. that's most important in Matthew six, it says, seek, you know, it's talking about, you know, when you worry and when you're stressed about what you're going to eat, and what you're going to drink, it says in Matthew uh, six, verse 33, to seek God first in his kingdom. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that's main priority. Number yeah. one, to love God first in our lives, to love people, uh, but, but to pursue God. This past Sunday, um, on as well as the message, it was just an incredible move of the Spirit of God. Like, yeah, like you felt it immediately as worship started, even before the service. Like, God moved in a powerful, powerful way uh, through worship, through the pastoral moment, and through uh, just the whole service. Pastor Connor, what what was your kind of like as you look back on this Sunday? What was your takeaway from this past Sunday as as you led worship and you led the production team as well? Like, what was your takeaway, you know, and kind of highlights from this past Sunday service? Well, uh, I think for both services, you know, first service, our nine o'clock service, I, we we walked in and um, nine o'clock is always hard because it's <laughs> an earlier time, you yeah, know, yeah. and some people are they're still waiting for the coffee to kick in. But um <laughs> I, something about this past Sunday, mm-hmm. even for for the first service, like there felt a little bit more energy in the room. Yeah. Um. And it, but it, you could definitely tell people were having a little bit more intimate time with God. Mm-hmm. Uh. But then our second service, I mean, it was just a incredible move. Yeah. Um. And we had a, you know, we had a. I talked about this in our staff meeting, but mm-hmm. we had a portion of the service where we just kind of had to stop, mm-hmm. um, and just take time and uh and during that. You know, as I'm leading that moment, uh, it immediately hits my mind, like, is this the right thing? Like, should mm. I be doing this or or should we be moving on? Yeah, like, yeah. Did I miss here or something? 
Um, and it's in those times because when you when you're praying for something, God to open or shut a door, you know, normally you got time to mm-hmm. to really hear from God and get confirmation. It's in those times where you you just kind of need that immediate confirmation mm-hmm. to know like God is this what you what yeah. you want to do or, or should we be moving on? Mm-hmm. Um, and there was in that mm-hmm. service there was just that immediate confirmation to me of just this is what we need to be doing. We need to take the time. Um, I had everybody just put an arm around somebody or mm-hmm. just pray for the person next to them. Um, and I I had my eyes closed and and when I opened my <laughs> eyes I you know I was I was just I was like, man, I, I hope that this, I hope, I hope, I hope I didn't just say all just this. At you. Yeah. And everybody's yeah. just staring at me. Um, but I opened my eyes and across the entire room, people were just embracing one another yeah. and praying for one another. Um, and it was just that, like I said, that immediate confirmation of just like, this is what we should be doing in this moment. Yeah. Um, because worship is not, I tell our team this, but it's not a performance. It's not a concert that we're putting on. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't do this just so we can say, hey, you know, look at all the things we can do. Yeah. Uh, we do this because we want to just create the atmosphere of worship mm-hmm. and allow people in one room together to be able to comfortably uh, be able just to worship God. Yeah. Um, when you're home alone by yourself in your worship time, you know, it's real easy to do that. But when you're in a room full of people, it it's not always as easy because yeah. there's a lot of people that, you know, they're they're a little bit more timid. Or, more timid, yeah. yes. They're like, they're kind of shy with mm-hmm. stuff. But when you create the culture of like, it doesn't matter whether you whether you can really sing or you think you don't, you know, you can't sing. It doesn't matter any mm-hmm. of that. The purpose of it is to come together and be able to just under one room in in one room uh, mm-hmm. all together, just be able to sing and just give praise and glory and yeah. honor to God. Because again, it's not it's not just singing and you see the lyrics on screen and so you're just singing along. It's we do we believe every song that we pick mm-hmm. to put on a set list, like we believe those lyrics. Yeah, and yeah. We, we may not have wrote them, but we have something that ties us to that mm-hmm. song. And so there's truth behind yeah. everything that we sing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a there's a purpose for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just being able to to encounter God. So yeah, I love you know. We don't just you know show up on Sunday and pick the songs. Like yeah. there's a lot of prayer and there's a lot. Of, of thinking and collaborating like on what we're going to sing on Sunday. I mean, it starts weeks in advance. We yeah. kind of try to tie some songs along with, with the series that we're in if we can. Uh, but there's a lot of prayer and intentionality like behind the songs that we pick, behind yeah. the sermon series. Like we plan out weeks and months and year in advance like the sermon series. So it's, a, it's very intentional. Uh, so you do a very great job at leading that team leading us in those moments uh but i think over the past two weeks it's and probably further along than that i can just that's how far back my brain goes is <laughs> it's two weeks uh, then it just gets a blur um yeah. but the past two sundays man the move of god the presence of god uh the and people's response yeah. to it has been incredible so oh yeah it's it's been a great you know two weeks but then you know what God's doing here at Generous Church is is phenomenal, and I love to see it. I am excited every day, like of, well, of Sunday, and it's great to see too. Because like some Sundays, you know, we like you were talking about, we plan out the songs, mm-hmm. and we're, and I'm very prayerful, and our team that helps put the set list together, like we're we're praying about it. We're not just randomly picking songs, and there's some songs that like they hit well mm-hmm. for some people in the room. And then, like, in the past two weeks, it seems like there's just been one or two songs that just 
really hit across the yeah. entire room. Mm -hmm. So again, there's times where it may not feel like the entire room is getting it, and yeah. there's and there it's specifically for a couple of people. Um, and then there's times where we we make we are intentional about making sure that like this one's kind of for everybody. Yeah. Um, and and on those Sundays where it's almost like we're just all it what feels like we're all going through the same thing at the mm -hmm. same moment. Um, and it's those times where that's that's when you have that unity in the mm -hmm. room. Um, and I think when when you have that unity starting out in worship, mm -hmm. then it just creates more energy. So that way, yeah. when you or Pastor Jeremy or whoever steps up on the stage to deliver the message, like it's just it you you can get into it yeah, a little yeah. bit more just mm -hmm. because like you've already started your day right. Mm -hmm. You know what feels yeah, like. Yeah. So what kind of a testimony? We'll move on after this, but a testimony to that is. I haven't told you this, but I about had to like walk out of the room when you started singing Heart of Worship because I had been listening to that song all week. And I so many times about said to you after, you know, I was singing after Available. Yeah. I was like, after that song, if you just go into Heart of Worship, I about just got up there and started singing it. Not, I did not hear your rehearsal on it. And then all of a sudden, out of worthy of it all, you start singing Heart of Worship. And I was like, I'm going to have to leave this room. Well, here I am to worship. Here I am to worship. Yeah. Sorry. Here yeah, I am good. to worship. And I was like, I'm about to have to leave this room because <laughs> I hadn't said anything to anybody about that. But I had I'd felt that song on my like spirit all week and had kind of listened to it along with kind of the other songs of the set list as yeah. well. But I was like, okay, this is definitely God. Like I've been thinking and, and worshiping this song all week long. And here it is. So... Great week, great Sunday, yeah. phenomenal job across the board. G Kids, guest services, uh, worship and production, yeah. so on and so forth. Phenomenal service, phenomenal day. And it's going to be a great series, Summer 7. Week 2, which is this Sunday, yep. uh, Pastor Jeremy um, is going to be preaching, so we're excited about that. Um, but then also coming up this month, we have a lot of great pl things planned this summer. Uh, and it kind of starts next week with youth, youth camp. Uh, our high schoolers are leaving on Monday for for uh, Monday through Friday for youth camp, and then the following week is middle school week. Mm -hmm. and then the following week is grade school week. So yeah. we're gonna be praying for our students and our kids as they go off to camp. Yeah, pray for me. Yeah, pray for Garrett. <laughs> Garrett's going to two out of three going weeks. High school, and middle school, and middle school. I think it's just me and the kids. So <laughs> there you go. I'm just kidding. Pastor, Pastor yeah. Carson will be there. But yeah, it's not man. It's always it's it, for whatever reason. <laughs> The week leading up to it always feels so ex exciting and daunting at the same time. But man, when it's my favorite thing that we do. Um, and when we get there, we have a ton of fun. And it's just, it's so awesome to see the kids just like open up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You struggle with that a lot, I think, in youth ministry, getting those middle school, high school kids to like put the the cool factor aside and like mm -hmm. to really just like dive in. I, I feel like that's what's been really cool about watching our group specifically on Sunday nights. Yeah. The last six to eight months is they've just, they've really opened up as a group. Yeah. yeah. But then when you have kids, that aren't in that weekly uh, that come to summer camp with friends or whatever the case may be, or kid, we notice that kids from other churches that maybe don't go super often, but they want to be a part of youth camp. Mm -hmm. It's just something about being there and, and these 700 kids being in a room yeah. worshiping together. Um, it's just, everything just like just falls off the, the awkwardness or the, mm -hmm. yeah. the anxiousness of being there. And these kids just open up and worship and it's, it's wild to witness. Yeah. And we have, but we it, have a but it fun. sticks though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like and they he, come back on fire they come back yeah. and it, and it's, it's, it's almost like you got a different youth group mm -hmm. and you're just like, wow. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, it's it, cool. and it's the life change that happens. Oh is, yeah. 
incredible. Yeah. So as long as incredible. you can just get them to shower a few times. I was just about to <laughs> and say. Eat, and eat their if meals. You would like and, to, <laughs> if you would like to donate Febreze, right? Sebastian yeah. <laughs> Carson. Sponsor Youth Camp. Sponsor, yeah. sponsor some Febreze. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. would greatly appreciate it. So Youth Camp. That's a good time. And then June 30th, Friday, June 30th, is our Legacy Makers Golf Tournament. Oh, yeah. Uh, Garrett, tell us a little bit, a bit about that. Like what, you know, you need volunteers, yeah. sponsorships, you know, you, you you can still register for it to be a part of it. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, for sure. So we, we've talked about it a little bit that the, we, this is something that we started last year. It's going to be an annual tournament for us. Uh, we're going to use it um, each year. There'll be a couple of different objectives that we're trying to reach with the proceeds from the tournament. Mm -hmm. uh, this year, we're kind of continuing what we started last year. We're going to be gifting a couple of scholarships for students in the awesome. Philippines who yeah. are transferring into like a, uh, a college type of education uh, mm -hmm. through Johnny Moore, our, our partner there in the Philippines. Uh, we did that last year. Our goal is to do a, a couple more again this year. Mm -hmm. uh, and then in addition to that, uh, we're taking a group of about 20 folks down to Guatemala, Costa Shalom, another partner of ours, uh, later this fall. And with that, um, we're aiming to uh, gift the almost 100 kids that they have down there, um, all different ages and mm. Uh, male, female, just kind of a, a, a wide variety of, of folks down there uh, that just have a need for for a lot of things um, yeah. outside of just kind of a relationship with God and, and just love and mm -hmm. nurturing and all that kind of stuff. But one big need that they have each year is just shoes for the children. So our goal is to provide a, a formal pair of shoes uh, and a pair of tennis shoes for each of those kids. Yeah, uh, And then anything above and beyond uh, just kind of goes back into our Legacy Makers mm -hmm. Fund, which we use uh, to support our local and, and global missions efforts and projects throughout the year. So it's going to be a ton of fun. We had a blast last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we, uh, we're still, we're, we're doing uh, great with the sponsorships, but we're mm -hmm. still looking for a few more uh, to hit our goal. And then, you know, like I said, above and beyond that, like it just, it only helps from there. So yeah. we would love for you to consider sponsoring. If you've got a family or a, f a friend or uh, a neighbor that has a company that might be interested in sponsoring uh, some of those sponsor packages, mm -hmm. Uh, come with foursomes if they want to play as well or if they yeah. just want to sign up to play uh just share that with everybody that you can that might be interested it's generationsgolf.com or you can go to our website g.church there's a banner at the top yeah. uh, we're taking uh, sponsorship registrations through next friday the 16th and player yeah. registration ends the following friday the 23rd but uh it's it's gonna be a ton of fun we're, yeah. we're excited so. we've had people even if it's not a business sponsor we've had people just like sponsor a whole and put their like grandkids name yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And so good. you can do a variety of different things if you don't know a business and you just want to give to to it and like you know you believe in like the mission and what we're trying to do you can just give and yeah. put put your grandkids name or whatever yeah. you want to do we've had a few kind of like in memory of kind yeah. of sponsorships things like yeah. that Which so is incredible That's yeah awesome. there's there's a ton of different options to to get involved partner wise through sponsorships or just signing up to play and uh, yeah, so check that out. That's awesome. It'll be a good time. So, and then also capping off kind of summer, uh, our G kids, I believe it's July 10th through the yep. 13th, 13th is yep. having their VBS. Oh yeah. And it's going to be a Monday through Thursday night. Yeah. Six o'clock to eight thirty. Yeah. Six to eight thirty. So if you would love to volunteer for that, or if you want your kid, uh, to be a part of VBS, I believe it's four year old to fifth graders. Yep. Um, that can attend. Uh, it's going to be an incredible time. Pastor Madeline and her team have been working very, very yeah, it's hard. Been fun to see. Very hard, yeah, to to get ready for it. So yeah, we got to see the rocket ships. Yeah, right? you'll see on Sunday Pretty there's awesome. some rocket ships in the lobbies, upstairs and downstairs. Look incredible. Oh yeah. Uh, just promoting that. So go to our website, G.Church, or the Church Center app to register your kid. 
But again, we just want to say thank you for hopping on with us. We hope that you have an incredible week, and we can't wait to see you back here at Generations Church for part two of our Summer 7 series this Sunday. God bless. See you.